Hi, Joe Cantu here. The stock market crosses a major indicator. Welcome to Retirement Tactical Money Management. Joe Cantu, Chief Investment Officer of Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, is your host and has over 30 years of experience in the retirement money management profession. He is a West Point graduate with a Master's in Business Administration and has worked for three of the largest Wall Street firms as a stockbroker and portfolio manager. The stock market crosses a major indicator, and that indicator was the S&P 500, and it crossed the 50-day moving average. So typically, many money managers use the 50-day moving average as a telltale sign as to the direction of the market. Now, by it crossing the 50-day moving average on an upswing, that's positive. Well, let me kind of show you that. I'll bring this chart over. And pardon my head turn just for a moment. So, if, if I zoom in on this, you can see that uh, back here, so the yellow line is the 50-day moving average. And then, so if we take this date, this is April 21st, if you're looking at the chart. So that's when it did a downturn. So the, for the next three months, the uh, blue line, which represents the S&P 500, was below the 50-day moving average. And now right here, if I zoom in, you can see that it's just peaking its head up above the 50-day moving average. And that is typically and historically a uh, positive indicator for the broad breadth of the market. So now, um, let's, let's talk about, again, pardon my head, just a moment. But uh, I'm going to be reading off of a script, or some points uh, that I have on the screen. I will zoom in so you can read these points as well. But let's talk about July's earnings season. We are in July's earnings season. If you've listened to many of my other podcasts, um, I have mentioned before that July is one of the key months of the year where companies are reporting off of April, May, and June, like the spring thaw. When you report in April's earnings, they're reporting on the frozen months, like January, February, and March. So normally speaking, July's earnings are typically pretty good for the market. Not always, but normally they are. July's earnings season started this uh, July 11th with the banks, and then Goldman Sachs had a great number, and then it's probably, it's moving on most likely through maybe around August 20th, 25th or so. Hopefully, if we can have anywhere from 70 to 75% of the S&P 500 earnings beating uh, their expectations, then I expect for a strong market in the second half of the year as well. Let's talk about industry sectors in the last two weeks and, and what's happened in the last 30 days. So what industry sectors have been moving up in the last two weeks? Well, it's funny, the near-term bottom for the market was probably July the 14th, but before that, the lowest point was, was back in June. We had a, a, low, a low, low point of the market in June, and since then it's kind of been moving up. But in the last two weeks, we've seen a resurgence of the technology stocks. And what happened with technology stocks, if you remember, after COVID-19, they rallied back through December. 
but then when we entered January 2021, the tech stocks started selling off. Many money managers felt that they were they had overextended themselves, and they began they began to um, purchasing um, dividend-paying securities, a lot of stocks that pay nice income to the uh, shareholder, and that happened all through 2021, and then we get into uh, this year in 2020, and then the market kind of peaked in November. We get into 2022, and so the Omicron incident hit with Ukraine, kind of spooked the market. They again started selling down some of the tech stocks, but now in the last two weeks, those tech stocks are starting to rally again. I think many money managers feel that they were oversold. If you remember, and you looked at January's earnings, many of the companies beat their earnings back in, uh, I'm sorry, in April. In April, they beat their earnings in April. So they beat their earnings in January as well. But the, the point about that is, is that I think in general, they felt that they, they're just oversold and they're starting to buy them back. The other sector that we're seeing moving up is the healthcare sector. Uh, the, particularly the biotech sector, that's been rallying. And perhaps because of what's going on in China and the shutdown there and more of a need of some of these, uh, COVID-19 drugs, uh, we're seeing a resurgence, uh, to use that word again, in the biotechnology sector as well. So there, that seems to be coming back. And then lastly, we've seen uh, the travel stock area. Yesterday, what's interesting is the CDC removed the requirement, if you want to go cruising, to have a, uh, to have a COVID test. So, uh, well, not a COVID test, but a COVID vaccine. Uh, let me say, restate that. So the requirement by the CDC, if, if you were going cruising, that you had to be, have a COVID vaccine to go cruising. Well, they remove that requirement. Now, that's not to say that you still have to show a negative test when you get on a cruise line. It's going to be up to the cruise lines to determine whether you need a, a negative test or not. In my opinion, you should have a negative test if you're going cruising. But now the requirement to be vaccinated to cruise is no longer a requirement by the CDC as of yesterday. As a result, what stocks do you see moving up? Well, now we've seen the uh, cruise ship stocks moving up. We've seen the uh, airline stocks moving up. I just traveled to West Point for a reunion, uh, Glee Club reunion, and uh, came back and the airplanes were full, the, the airports were full. And uh, it seems like the market is, uh, the economy rather, is doing extremely well uh, in the travel industry and the hotels. A lot of people are traveling and the hotels seem to be, you know, very brisk uh, and uh, with people attending the hotels as well. So we're seeing the whole travel sector move up. Now, let me talk a little bit about the jobs report. So the jobs report is kind of a, a critical number uh, indicator, economic indicator that, that we look at. But most analysts were expecting about 250,000 jobs last month. Now, many of the financial gurus or experts out there felt that, oh, they're telling you, oh, we're moving into a recession. We're moving into a recession. And on that news, they expected that jobs number to be lower. Because if you are moving into recession, that means the economy's suffering. If the economy's suffering, that means a lot of people aren't working. So as a result, they expected a bad jobs report. Now, if you've been listening to my past podcast, I've been 
saying that I don't believe that's the case. You know, we had a, an over 5% GDP report last year, and I believe the economy is strong. So what did the number come out to be? Instead of 250,000, the number came out to be 370,000 jobs. Can you believe that? Over 370,000 jobs. It blew out any of the doubters that we had that we have a, a slow or bad economy. That is a super strong job force that we have here in the United States. So as a result, uh, that was kind of a good thing and could be a little bit of a bad thing and I'll talk about that because of the Fed action next Tuesday. Because we had such a strong jobs number, it shows that there's still more inflation in the economy. In other words, there's more growth in the economy, which leads to inflation. And as a result, most people believe the Fed action needs to be 0.75 on the rate height or maybe even 1%. Now we'll find out next Tuesday. Now what is my belief? You know, so the question is, do you think that the Fed is going to, that with the Fed rate hike, that the market will rally? Or do you think that the market will go down? So my belief is if the rate hike is in line with what most managers are expecting, money managers are expecting for the red rate hike, the stock market will in fact rally. And it will continue to rally over the next few days after that. However, if the rate hike is not in line with what money managers expect, in other words, maybe it's too much or maybe it's not enough, too little, then the market could go into uh, another sell-off, at least for a few days. Now, what's counteracting that? What's counteracting that is the fact that we're in earnings season. And that's very, very important because it's interesting that all you need is one or a group of key bellwether stocks to report good earnings numbers and then all of a sudden everyone says hey forget what's going on you know with uh, inflation and other things like that we're getting back into the market so that's very important and that only happens during earnings, se earnings seasons which we are in right now so if and every day earnings are coming out many many companies are reporting earnings so that's very key to watch these earnings number roll out because it can be a jolt to the stock market if these numbers are good. Now, the last thing, a couple of things, uh, last thing's going to be our actions here at Cantu Tactical Wealth Management. But a question I wanted to ask you, uh, the viewer out there, do you think we are headed into recession in the near future? What does a recession even look like? You know, you hear that word, but what is a recession? Let me tell you what a recession looks like. Let's go to the last recession. When did we have the last recession? The last recession was 2020, first quarter, the first two quarters. It was during COVID-19. So what did the recession look like? Airports were empty. Restaurants were empty. Uh, malls were empty. Stadiums were empty when they were doing sports. Um, Churches were empty, no social gatherings, uh, restaurants as well. Again, so, so when you have a recession, that means things are really bad. That means, you know, you don't have, quote, sales and companies aren't making money. That's what a recession looks like. Do you believe that we're going back to that? I don't. 
I believe the economy is strong. The airports are full. People are traveling. People are spending money. I believe we're in a strong economy, and proof of that was that jobs number. So um, our actions, which is the last thing, is we are invested in the major sector showing momentum and showing strong earnings with expectations of stronger earnings ahead as well. We're bullish on the economy, and we're bullish on the stock market. So remember what I said before, the stock market is in a long-term bull run. Long-term means 12 months or more with short-term pullbacks. And short-term means less than one year. Now, the market peaked somewhere in November, December of last year. And here we are in June. We're still in the short-term period. And we've had a significant pullback, about 20% on the market across the board for this first six months of the year. But that doesn't mean it'll stick. So here at Cantu Tactic Wealth Management, Joe Cantu is bullish on the economy and bullish on the stock market. That concludes my presentation. If you have any questions, give us a call. Thanks. Welcome to Retirement Tactical Money Management. Joe Cantu, Chief Investment Officer of Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, is your host and has over 30 years of experience in the retirement money management profession. He is a West Point graduate with a master's in business administration and has worked for three of the largest Wall Street firms as a stockbroker and portfolio manager. Over 10 years ago, he created Cantu Tactical Wealth Management, which actively balances and selects investments based on a tactical approach rather than the traditional strategic management method. Instead of the buy and hold philosophy, he believes in the pursuit of finding investments showing momentum, performance regardless of the direction of the market. His experience includes IRA accounts, 401k rollovers, trusts, endowments, defined benefit plans, 403bs, and 401k plans. Additionally, he served as a night college instructor for seniors, teaching high net worth retirement and estate planning for 14 years. Podcast views and personal opinions are for educational and entertainment purposes only and does not constitute a recommendation. Investing has risk of loss and you should consult with your own advisors for any financial decisions. Cantu Tactical Wealth Management is a fiduciary registered investment advisory firm in the states of California, Florida, Georgia, and Texas providing pure independent advice and money management.